For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. These are the odds. You can lay it down right now. This is awesome. Winnipeg Blue Bombers and then the Saskatchewan Rough Run. Dun, dun, dun. Yes. Followed by the Argos. Argue at will, viewers. We talk about value and in betting and it's not as much about who you actually think is going to win it's about where you can get the best value this is the rod peterson show all right welcome everybody to hour two of the rp show it's brought to you by great western original 16 beer and you're going to get a little charge out of the screen here for the, for hour two let's bring him in ryan thelwell joins us I, I my mind is jumping all over the place here and i if you're just tuning in on game plus television maybe you're just listening to the podcast right now i'm going to go through ryan thelwell's very impressive resume it won't take long but played at minnesota university drafted by the 49ers played in the nfl with the chargers and time with the jaguars steelers and then into the cfl seven seasons with the bc lions four with the Calgary Stampeders, and then back with the BC Lions. You would think we wouldn't get along. And we're <laughs> breaking there is. And you, here we are telling old CFL stories right now. Three-time Great Cup champion, two-time divisional all-star. This is a Hall of Fame resume. Why are we not talking about Ryan Thelwell? And you heard what I was saying. Like Eddie yeah. Steele is going to come on and talk about Michael Riley. And Riley. I love the Hall of Fame debate, Ryan Thelwell. Yep. Where do you stand on Michael Riley for the CFL, Canadian Football Hall of Fame? Mike, it's not a question to me. Not a ma- question of if, it's a matter okay, of when. when yeah. um, I've always been a big fan of, of Mike Riley, his, his game, um, his leadership. Like I remember when I uh, went back to BC um, after coming out of retirement, and um, Mike Riley was actually the backup quarterback. Right. And so I'd be running scout team with Mike. and. Even then, in that situation, you could see that it was only a matter of time before, before he had his turn. And honestly, when he took off and he did what he did, I was not surprised. Um, just an amazing person, amazing ambassador for the game. And first, again, only a matter of, um, of when. Let's put him in. Yep. Let's put him in. Yep. So here's one. And I'll pull that mic right up here, Ryan, if you don't mind. You mentioned joining the 2011 Stam- uh, Lions. You got to tell me when you joined them, because as you probably know, Tad Cornegay, a very close friend of mine, Arlen Bruce has become a close friend of mine, yes. and they both say it's because of them. Yeah. <laughs> One in five start. Wally brings those guys in. Yep. 
go on to win a big it's a fabled team yep. any team that sucks out of the gate they're like now it's the 2011 lions they came back from one and five yeah when did you join that team so I, I don't know the exact date I, there must have been probably about six seven games left in the season and it's a funny story so i was actually coaching with the calgary colts um junior football team and we had just lost the game to the Saskatoon Hilltops. And I'm on my, we're, on, we're driving back, and I'm with Tom Frizzani. Yep. I'm driving in the back. And, Four check legend. Yep. Oh, <laughs> absolutely amazing man. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'm not in the best of moods. We got our, our butts handed to us, and my phone kept going off. And, but finally I answered it, and it was my wife. And she says, hey, G-Roy's trying to get in, in touch with you. Um, I think like, BC wants you to come back to play, so you give him a call. So I give G a call and he says, Hey, like, like Ryan, like, this is what's going on. You know, Wally's probably going to call you. Just tell him you're in the best shape of your life. And I, I hadn't done anything up to that you're point. You're still a right? cheetah though, man. You're still <laughs> in great shape. And so sure enough, probably 20 minutes later, I got a call from Wally and, uh, he explained the situation and, you know, I'm bullshit. Like, Oh, Wally, I'm in the best shape of my life. I've been you know, running and keeping in shape and, <laughs> Um, and then it was just a matter of, like, for me, it wasn't a question of, um, I bleed, you know, orange, I, you know, BC Lions, that's kind of where I started, uh, um, loved Wally, loved the organization. So it was just a matter of, you know, being able to make it work with my, with the company that I was working with at the time. Um, cause that's a big ask. Like, Hey, can I get, a, get away here for a month? What are you doing? So at that time, I was working with a company called Canadian Chemical Technology. So I was doing sales um, uh, in oil and gas. Um, so funny enough, I went in the next day to talk to my boss. And she, she says, are you kidding? Like, yeah, you have a job when you get back. I thought you were going to quit. Like, this is awesome. We'll even, <laughs> we'll even come to the Great Cup if you guys wow. make it, right? So, uh, yeah. So in two days after that conversation, I was off and... And I was in BC. Rest is his reign. That was an yep. amazing, amazing, amazing yep. great. I mean, because Paul Lapolis is a really good friend of mine. You guys played Winnipeg. And yes. I remember saying, this is going to be the biggest speed bagging great cup since 97. And it was. You, yep. What do you remember about that game? It, it was, it went as I expected. Like the BC Lions team, absolutely amazing. The talent that they had on the team, absolutely amazing. It's tough. It, was, it would have been tough to beat that team if it was in a neutral location and you got them at home. Um, you know what? The Winnipeg team was, was absolutely amazing, but the game itself, um, it, they had such a veteran late, late group. They were so relaxed. That's just what I remember. It was such a relaxing week leading, leading up to the game. Um, I remember the stomach flu kind of hit uh i know i hit myself and and you know a couple of close family members and um so after the game was a bit of a, a letdown for me because i you know pretty much Couldn't party yeah that was it right like <laughs> yeah. you, you don't get to celebrate that so very often and and so getting hit with the stomach bug and i didn't do anything um pretty much was in bed um pretty much right after the game so well, your time in the CFL pretty much coincided with my time in the CFL. And uh, I just remember filling out my rosters before every game going, this guy's not import, but I don't think he's Canadian. So you got to tell me when you discovered that you had non-import status. I, I just figured it was just a part of, because we moved from Jamaica when I was a kid. I was basically three, like three years old, right? And we were Canadian citizens right away. Moved to where? Um, London, Ontario. Okay. 
So I grew up in London, Ontario, um, University of Western, Greg Marshall. Greg Marshall was my high school coach, right? So, so for me, it, it, it was never a question of, like, I was told that there was a good chance I was going to get drafted in the CFL draft. Um, it just happened to be, uh, you know, I got drafted into the NFL, got drafted. It wasn't a big deal back, when I say big deal, in the media. My dad was the one that called me to say, hey, BC Lions drafted you. Like it, wasn't, it wasn't, you know, broadcasted on TSN. And, and I was actually, at the, I was in San Francisco at the time, right? So um, to me, it, I just always thought, yeah, I'm a Canadian. Like it's not. Right. Didn't even wasn't a big deal. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to remember Lions, you were drafted in 98 by right. San Fran. Correct. Right. Um, what year? Did you go, oh, here it is, CFL draft, 1998. Same yeah. year. Yes. Second round, ninth pick. Who was running the Lions? It was Barato there? The Barato. Yeah. Um, I think Adam Rita. Good group. Was there. Yep, great group. Um, they had, so I didn't get there until 2001. So they had just won the Grey Cup. I believe against, uh, I wasn't at that one. It was here. Right? Calgary. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Montreal? I, believe. I guess. I, I believe. <laughs> look it up. Right. So I pretty much walked right into that. Damon Allen, that group, um, Alfred Jackson. Um, so it was, a, it was a good thing for me because, you know, it was just a good group of guys that we, that we had uh, on that team and, and it just made that transition easy. You know what's funny? You asked before we went on the air if I still talked to guys from the old days. I spent a half an hour on the phone with David Benefield this yes. week. Mr. Furious, yes, he's going to be in Los Angeles for Super Bowl. And he's like, you know how he talks. Yep. Rod, dude. <laughs> he's a surfer boy. He speaks just like it. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> if you're in LA, I'm coming down just like you have today. And I really appreciate you doing yeah, that. No, no problem. But Benefield, uh, man, those were the days. Yep. Man, he must have been one of the most ferocious defenders you've seen, CFL or NFL. Yes. He was a beast. He, he was a monster. Yeah. And he was intimidating. You would look at him, he'd have his face painted. And the thing is, the nicest guy off the field oh, it was yeah. like that switch flipped. Right. So, yeah, he, he, was a, he was a good man. I really enjoyed playing with him. Yeah. No kidding. So, three Grey Cups yes. wins 94th, 96th, and 99th. Uh, you ever get asked the dumbest question of all time, which one you love the most? Yeah. I get that. I get that all the time. What do you say? They're all the same to me. Yeah. Um, it's tough to come by. Like you would think with a nine-team league, like it, it, it would be easy to come by. Yeah. Not. Right? It's, uh, um, each one was different in their own way. Amazing teammates. Um, just with, with a league with such history, to me, it, they're all, they're all, they all, they all have a special meaning in their own way, but just, I just feel like I'm very blessed. I'm one of very few that have had an opportunity to actually hold that great cup mm -hmm. and have it at home and have my name on it. So special. 2006 with BC. Yes. When Kelly Bates broke the trophy. Yes. Record. Oh, yes. Uh, 2008 Bates. with Calgary. Correct. In Montreal. Correct. Had to be a very special win. And then yep. we talked about 2011. Um, tell me about the Montreal game because you talk about home team great cups. You're going in there as the road team. Yes. With Henry Burris. Yeah. And these Stampeders facing Mark Tressman's Alouette. What was that game like? Did you feel like the villain in that? Yes, game? a little yeah. bit. But we did not, that team did not lack confidence at all. We, we had a great group 
of guys. Um, we had a great leader in Coach Huffnagel. Um, I'm sure you've seen the speech that. Oh, that, yeah. That we got coach, him right where we want him. Yeah. They still talk about that speech. To me, one of the best speeches. Yeah. I've heard. We were already fired up. It's a great cup, but that just took it to another level. And, right. And, uh, you know, we had all. We, during that season, we played Montreal tough, even when we played them in Montreal. So, you know, fans, noise, that wasn't a big deal. Heck, we played you guys enough. So the noise wasn't going to be an issue, right? We're used to Saskatchewan. So it was, uh, we, we, we knew we were going to win going in that game. Yeah. It's 11-11 Mountain, by the way. I just wanted to point out to everybody, uh, the opportunity oh. portal is opening. Uh, <laughs> yeah, my cousin Christine is watching in Medicine Hat. And she says, uh, good things happen to good people with regards to your three great cups. Janice Owen, she's a Stamps fan living in Edmonton. She says, 2011 BC Lions, proof that Wally is the godfather of the CFL, <laughs> putting together a team for all time. Was there for the Grey Cup, a game and season to remember. Hashtag Stamps fan in Edmonton. She's a Stamps fan saying that was not just the game. The week was amazing. It yeah. was nice weather. It was just, it was everything that you want for a Grey Cup. Jeff, the Stamps fan watching, says BC won the Cup in 2000 versus Montreal at McMahon Stadium. And Steve Barato yeah. was the coach. Um, but you dropped the funniest bomb of all was what your dad told you when you retired. Yeah. You Because here's the thing, folks. Early 2000s, the first half of the decade, Riders-Lions was hate. Yeah. It was hate. Roy Shivers going against Carl Kidd, blah, blah, all this stuff. And then, and then it became Riders-Stamps. Probably <laughs> was, even hot, was even hotter than the Riders yeah. and Lions. And you're playing, you're in the right I've in the middle of, of it. I've been a part of both. Yeah. And, and me too. <laughs> so much fun. I loved it. Yep. That's what you want. <laughs> yeah. Tell me what happened when you retired. So retired. Um, you know, my dad's a big, big football fan. And you know, with, with me being in the league, he was, you know, always following what, what, what I did and cheering for whatever team I was playing for. But the other day I retired, uh, he, he came out and told me that he was a Riders fan. Roy Shivers. Yeah. Go he, ahead. He was a closet Riders fan. And, and you know what? I can't blame him. I'm not surprised, to be honest with you. Because yeah. whenever we would play, he would, you know, of course, yeah, you know, let's go Stamps, let's go Lions. But, hey, did you see the Riders game the other day? Like, it was, Come on. Yeah. So, he, well, he uh, I shouldn't have to tell our viewers, but some may not know that Roy Shivers and Danny Bear were the first African-American coach and GM tandem in pro football yeah. history. And I think they did gain a lot of fans yeah. for that. Yeah. They made the Riders cool again. Now, I got to ask you, with your non-import status and your talent, Roy would have been knocking on your door, I would think, somewhere along the line. You know what? I, I never spoke with, with, with Shiv. Um, no. Like I, 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 never I had a contract ever? Really? No. Um, but I, I loved what he did. I thought he was brilliant. Um, people that have dealt with him spoke highly of him and speak highly of him to this day. Right. So if he had, I definitely would have considered. Right. Because I heard he was just an amazing person to play for. Everybody loved yep. him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Canadian wide receivers were more rare than they are than they are now. Yeah. And uh, so I'm just saying, <laughs> would fetch some dough, right? So, yeah. and I know Roy was not averse to uh, tampering a little <laughs> bit too. Ryan H in Winnipeg's watching. He says, "What do you think, Rod and Ryan? Could you see Brandon Banks as a blue bomber? Spicy. 
I could see Speedy B with any Spicy. team. Agreed. What do you think about him saying I'm done in Hamilton? I was surprised yeah. um, because he's done so much for that city and that organization, but it, it happens. Um, I've seen it happen to guys, amazing players. G-Roy going to Saskatchewan, Nick going to, to Montreal. Um, this is a part of the game. I personally think that he's still got some gas left in the tank and, and he would help out any team that would, uh, would take him. So I hope him leaving Hamilton doesn't mean he's not planning on playing again because he's, he's such a talented player. Did you heard what I said about the Omar Morgan comparison? Yes. That's the first thing I thought. Yeah. Was he just doesn't think he'll ever win in Hamilton? Omar thought that. Yeah. Do you see, would you think this would be a potential of why he did it? Or why do you think he did it? Uh, you know what? That's a good question. I, I, don't, I don't know. But if that's the case, like Hamilton's not that far off. Right. Right? Um, just a few changes here or there. And, and, and it could get him over the top. Like they, the Grey Cup came down to the last minute. So they're not that far off. So. I can't see that being the issue. Good point. Who knows? And yeah. I don't know if you'll ever say. Yeah. But like when you say, well, when I just, Omar keeps ringing in my mind because yeah. 2006 West final, Paul McCallum misses a field goal. Yeah. You were there. Yep. We weren't far off either. Yep. <laughs> right? So Omar was the beneficiary of bad timing when he left. By the way, we got about a minute. Tell me what you remember about that game when we were in overtime and Duncan O'Mani, I think, was kicking yeah. for you guys. Yes. Uh, yeah, what do you remember? Two, that was the 2004 West Finals. First, first, first off, most amazing game, college, NFL, CFL that I've ever been a part of. There's 55,000 people yeah. there. <laughs> Atmosphere was absolutely amazing. You know, the back and forth was absolutely amazing. And it, from what, what I remember, <laughs> was thinking to myself, and, I honestly did not blink when we had to drive the field to 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 to, to, to kick that field goal. Um, we had been doing it all year, and we had a great great group of guys, we talented team, and you know we just had such confidence. And you know, and Dun Duncan stepped up, and I've watched that a thousand times, and he almost hesitated before he stepped into the kick, and it just barely made it over. And I don't know, it's just. The, the stars were aligned perfectly for that Of course, game. but it seems like, does 53 yards sound right? Was it, was it that long? Yeah, it was I in, think in it and was, around that range. Yeah. 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 And I got my years wrong. You don't have CTE. I do. Because <laughs> McCallum was with you guys in 06. Yes, correct. So he missed yeah. in 04 and then yeah. goes on and wins with you. Anyways, we'll talk NFL with Ryan Thelwell when we come back. We're enjoying the viewer questions as well, so get them in. We're live from Gray Eagle Resort and Casino, and you're watching on Game Plus Television. YouTube Live and 24-Hour Sports Radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Gray Eagle Resort, the place to be. Check out their website for all of their spring acts coming. Jeff Foxworthy, the Beach Boys. You see Bianca Del Rio, the life and times and music of George Michael, all right here at the event center, Gray Eagle Resort and Casino. Uh, from our viewers, Ryan, Ryan in Winnipeg says, Ryan Felwell is a great interview. Loving the show today. 
Me too. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you. And I got it before we get into the NFL analysis, and I always have tough times with my headphones here. You got a hell of a story here <laughs> about Nick Lewis. Oh, Nick. Yeah. And, and, and Cope, for that matter. But yep. tell the viewers if you don't mind. Oh, gosh. So like, the one thing I love about the CFL is the people you meet along the way. And <laughs> of course. So uh, in 2006, I was just uh, coming, coming towards the last, my last year with the, with the BC Lions. I was going into free agency. Um, and so when that process began, um, there are a few teams that were interested. So, and of course, being from Ontario, it was Toronto, Hamilton, and, and Calgary was probably the lead. Like they were the most aggressive with regards to, to me coming on board. And so you're trying to weigh your option. You know, you try to take, you know, the good, the bad, you know, uh, um, uh, and one of the things that I had on my negative list was I, I couldn't stand, and I didn't know them. I just played against them. I did not like Nick Lewis, and I did not like Jermaine Cope. I did not like him. Um, How about but, that? You know, but so I ended up signing in Calgary. And so uh, my, my first day here is before training camp, and we're out, Henry and, and Nick and Cope and Kenyon, and we're just throwing the ball around and never questioned his talent. I thought he was an awesome player. I just didn't like him. <laughs> and so I'm watching him. He's catching balls between his legs, like just amazing catches. Like stuff you see Beckham doing today. Nick was doing that back in the day. So later on that night, we had a charity event that we were attending. It was Henry Burris's big brothers, big sisters. And, and you know, I'm out with, with Nick. And I had the best time ever. Like I remember getting home that night and, and telling my wife, like, honestly, like, maybe I was wrong. Like the perception of who this guy is is completely different from what you see on TV to when you actually spend time with him personally. And, I remember talking to G Roy and saying, like, gee, like this guy's actually pretty cool. <laughs> so my wife and I got married in 2009. We were together way before that, but we didn't end up getting married in 2009. Well, guess who stood up for me as my best man? Nick, Nick Lewis. Nick. Yeah. <laughs> and so to this day, like Nick is my guy. Like we, we, you know, his wife, his kids, whenever he comes to town, he visits the family and, you know, it's just an amazing man. I love him. Like he's my, he's, he's a brother. Right. So, you know, I actually talked to him before I came on. He told me to tell you hello. And yeah, he's a great guy. Yeah. Wonderful so, guy. Yeah. And, and to be honest, speaking of wonderful guys, be, I promise we'll get to the NFL conference championships. The guy's NFL <laughs> alum. I want to get his take. But when G Roy Simon, uh, was announced, he's going to Edmonton. Yep. It shocked a lot of people. It didn't shock me all, other than to say that Chris Jones and G Roy Simon had never been on the same team before. Yep. So I asked them both about that, and they explained why. And G Roy explained that to you too, yep. or yeah, yep. you talked about that with yep. him. I wasn't surprised at all. Um, I felt like G Roy had paid his dudes, like he, his dues. He's a, one of the smartest guys that I know. He's ready, um, and he would, he, you know, he would talk about, you know. Um, spending time with Chris Jones on the road. And, you know, they, of course, knew each other through the league, but he was always a big fan of Coach Jones and, you know, his do-whatever-it-takes attitude to, to win. Um, and, you know, when Coach Jones approached him, he said it, was, it wasn't a question for him. It was the opportunity was absolutely amazing. And, you know, they're, say what you want about Coach Jones. I know there, there are people that say negative things. Of course, good and bad with anything. I think he's an absolutely amazing coach. I've always enjoyed Coach Jones, you know, when he was here in Calgary and, and I've always been a fan of his, him as a coach. And he's a winner, right? So to put those two together, I think it's, it's good for Edmonton. 
I think it's good for the league when Edmonton's winning, right? So, Of course. So as a CFL alum, but also a receiver, I wonder what you think about Adarius Bowman signing and Manny Arsenault and Caleb um, Hawley. <laughs> because... Chris is getting scorned for that. He yep. always is going to. This is all that I thought about it is I know Jones well enough that he was, lays awake at night staring at the ceiling <laughs> yeah. thinking about how to win. Yep, exactly. And the winners do that. These guys are a little long in the tooth, though. Yep. Like AD hasn't played for a while. Yeah, it's been a while. Three years, I think. Yep. So what did you think about that? I personally thought, yes, I have a chance. I'm going to give Jiroy a <laughs> call and Coach Jones. Yeah, I'm going to start writing again. And um, You know what? It... it, it surprise me just because of the names right because like, there's guys that you haven't really seen in the limelight for a while but i like i i follow manny on social media he takes great care of himself like you look at him he's in amazing shape um why not right you bring him in you see how they do they're veterans they they know the game they know the league to me it doesn't hurt right you see how it goes in training camp and then you make a decision from there um i, I wasn't surprised um, I think Jones has learned his lesson in a few ways, too, that in Saskatchewan, you were following what he was doing with us. Yes. And I was with the club in 2016 when he came and went through 114 players, yep. Ryan. Yep. The prior, yep. prior record was like 86 or something. So I think Jones learned his thing there that he, young guys just take too long, right, to develop. Yep. That's yes. what I think. Yep. I, I agree, right? It, and he, we're in a win now society. Society, yeah. Exactly. You got to win now, and he's going to do whatever it takes to win next year, not two, three years from now, right? So, if that means bringing in guys that know the game, and of course, he's still going to be able to play, go for it. Mm -hmm. I promised that we would talk about the AFC NFC championship yeah. games on Sunday. You'll be watching, obviously. Uh, Ryan yep. was drafted by the San Francisco, San Francisco 49ers in 1998. So do you have any uh, affinity or affection for them in that game against the Rams? What's your thoughts on the game? Uh, I'm excited for the game. Um, so I am an Eagles fan. Um, they got knocked out pretty early. Yep. My second team is the Tennessee Titans. They got knocked out right away. Maybe so you're the bad luck. <laughs> I, I think me picking a team might not be a good thing because they seem to always lose. But um, I'm, I'm excited for, for them. Um, for that game in particular, I'd like to see San Francisco come out and, and go, go to the Super Bowl. Um, it's going to be a good game. As long as it's a good game, um, it's, that, that's what excites Like last weekend is the best weekend of football I've seen uh, ever you're I, saying it, ever yeah, yeah exactly ever like it, it was just absolutely amazing if they can do that again it's a win i'm dying to get your take on this i'm a very amateur better <laughs> I, I tell people don't take my advice on any of this yeah but what about like the uh 49ers have beaten the rams twice this year already yes. six in a row overall yeah are you a believer in that because i remember arguing george cortez very good friend of mine and the year that the Stamps and Riders played four times, including playoffs. You know, George is like, hard to beat a team four times yeah. in a row. And I'm yeah. like, I don't know. If you're a better team, it shouldn't be. Yep. Like, are you a believer yeah. in that stat, like the winning streaks and stuff? Or I'm not, but it happens. Like, they have, yeah. right? Like you said, right? And I'm just a believer in, in whoever's better on that, that day. But also, there's extra, I shouldn't say extra incentive, because all games are big, but this is for the NFC Championship, right? They have a chance at home, win one game, and then they're playing in the Super Bowl at home. I just think it's who's better 
on that day and there's different variables it's always changing from game to game right so i'm not a big believer in that right uh, but i'm not either not, by yeah. the way right. uh, I, I see the numbers i yeah. see the stats the numbers are there right but i gotta say this so you are you picking san fran to win or I you am. just want them to you're picking them to win i okay. am i'm picking them to win can you imagine the pressure on the rams yeah. to play in that stadium in their yeah. own town like nobody's really talked about that in the cfl yeah. We talk about it all the time. And yes. you want, right? You won a Grey Cup in Vancouver in 2011. Yes. Was there a sense of pressure on that team? Yes. Yeah. And you know what? It's, it's interesting. In 2000, we, it happened in 2005. Um, the Grey Cup was in BC. We had finished first. Um, and we ended up playing Edmonton uh, at, at home in the West Semis, and we lost. Pressure is it's there. Like, you look at last weekend, the home teams that lost. There is that extra pressure that, that added. Um, you can't tell me that, that the Rams don't feel it. Like they, they've got, again, win two games at home to be Super Bowl champions. That's why I find it odd because I watch all the coverage, read everything. I don't see it being talked about. And I'm like, why, why are we not talking about this? Yeah. It has to be there. Now, yeah. on the flip side, the AFC championship game, Cincinnati's at Kansas City. We had yeah. our good friend Mo Egger on from ESPN Cincinnati the other day, and he said the Bengals are playing with house money. And yes. I'm like, well, that's a dangerous way. Yeah. That can't leak into their thinking, or they're going to get their butts kicked in KC. I, I agree. Um, KC's just that good. Yeah. Uh, like they, they've been playing good ball. Um, they've found ways to win. But I just kind of feel like Kansas City's another beast within itself, right? Um, That, that house money mentality, I don't think it's going to work if that's, how, if, if that's their mentality going in. It's okay for the fans, yep. for the fans to think that. The team can't think that. Yep. Did we lose the feed on Ryan, guys? Oh, Eddie did. Okay, so what do, we, what do you need me to do here? Are we good? You'll get Ryan. Eddie Steele logged in early and knocked you off the air. So, but we can <laughs> still hear you, Ryan, so that's the main thing. Okay, so perfect. in the Kansas City... Cincinnati game. So you're obviously taking the Chiefs to win just because they're a much better. Yeah. So I, I want Cincinnati to win, but I feel that, that Casey's just too strong. So yeah, Kansas City's going to win. Do you think that Cincinnati is a team on the rise or, the, or a flash oh, in the pan? Uh, definitely a team on, on the rise. So much talent on the offensive side. And they're playing good ball on the defensive side. And you know, I'm, I'm happy for the city of Cincinnati. Like it's been... <laughs> It's been so long that yep. they've had just optimism and, and, and you know, with the core group of young guys, and that's the term young, I think that the future is great for them. What is your uh, conference final Sunday schedule going to be like? What are you going to do? Take me through the day. Oh, gosh. So the thing is when you have four kids, it, uh, <laughs> you have a pretty tough schedule. So my wife says I can only watch one game. I can't spend the entire day watching football. <laughs> I got to pick and choose. So, Niners, Rams. So I think it's going to be the, the uh, I think it's going to be the Niners, Rams game. That, that's going to be the game that I'm going to watch. Yeah, good for you. Well, so. Ryan, appreciate you coming down. We're going to move Eddie Steele in here next, but we're going to be here a lot. So you got an open yep. invitation. I know the casino is very happy to have you down here. Oh, I appreciate thank it. you. Thank you so much, my friend. CFL great, three-time Great Cup champion Ryan Thelwell here at Great Eagle Resort and Casino, Calgary's entertainment destination. We're going up to Edmonton next. Because Eddie Steele has something he wants to get off his chest. I'm very much looking forward to that on this Flame Tech Football Friday on Game Plus Television, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com.
Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Okay, welcome back, everybody. As we continue from Gray Eagle Resort and Casino, we haven't seen a lot of the moose, but you're going to. Right, moose? He's here. He's here. we got to talk about the Tough Tribe for Men pomade. I just, uh, today's the first day I busted that stuff out. If you order toughtribeformen.com, the number four, that stuff will last you for almost a year, I think. It's a big package that you get. Um, we're going to Edmonton now. Eddie Steele, Grey Cup champion. Elks Insider joins us uh, on the program today from his vehicle. How you doing, Eddie? On the right side of the ground. Dream, man. I can't complain. And if I did, nobody would care. <laughs> well, I would, Eddie. I would. Listen, yeah, you're right. We opened our eyes today. It's a win. Um, Eddie, listen, Clark told me, producer Clark told me that you wanted to come on and talk about Michael Riley. Is that what you want to do? What are we talking about here today? Hey, we can talk whatever you want football-wise. Talk about NFL. I know you touched on NFL uh, earlier in the week about, you know, the uh, controversial overtime. Uh, obviously, it's been a week with Michael Riley. Retirement. I'm sure you know about the news over here in Elkland with Adarius Bowman and Manny Arsenal. Oh, just re-signed in Hamilton, and yeah, burn him. Yeah, well, hey, listen, it's it's seeming like we won't have enough time to get through all of this. Clark, are we okay? Oh, okay, you're going to get him to refresh his feed there. Yeah, he's breaking up a little bit, which is... Unfortunate because he's coming in hot, Eddie Steele, as usual. I'll read a couple comments here from the viewers. You guys tell me when we got Eddie back. Put him on the screen so I know. Colin Voss says, great interview as always, Rod. Well, thanks, but of course, that's because of the guests, not me. Uh, Ryan Felwell, I think, is going to be a regular down here. Um, there we go. We got Eddie back, I think. Do we have Eddie back or not? Ah, Darren in Salt Lake City watching says, I heard that Los Angeles has made some sort of COVID mandate to limit the Niner fans who get into SoFi Stadium. I would, I would hope that's not true, but who knows? Uh, Ryan Jackson watching on YouTube says, yes or no, should the Oilers have signed Evander Kane? Ryan, don't ask questions that you know the answer to already. We're all going to say no, right? Over 80% of respondents in all the polls are saying, no, the Oilers should not have signed Evander Kane. Now, if he ends up taking him to the Stanley Cup, uh, yeah, hindsight will be 2020, and you'll be skating around the ice with Ken Holland on your shoulders. But I just don't see that happening. And think about this for a second. The Oilers have won three in a row without Evander Kane. So do they really need him? It's not like you're injecting the greatest leader in sports, Mark Messier, into your dressing room. You're injecting... Evander Kane in your dressing room that's been kicked off his last three teams. There's my take on that. David Asplin watching in Winnipeg says, thanks, Rod and gang, for picking me for the contest. Chopping my mop today to clean it up. I'll say it again. David Asplin in Winnipeg is the winner of our Tough Tribe for Men prize package. And you can order yours online, toughtribeformen.com. That's the number four. To be honest, I just busted out the pomade today for the first time, Moose. 
the shampoo and the conditioner I've been using for a while, and I smell like a million dollars. But the pomade, game changer. It's a paste. My hairstylist in Boca Raton said, we need to get you some hair paste. And I said, I'm going to Canada. I don't need it for now. Tough Tribe for Men package was waiting for me when I got here. And how about that? What's going on with Eddie? Are we getting him back? Oh, boy. Says Clark, we're working on it. Oh, man, I want to talk ball with Eddie. We got him now. Okay, um, let's start with this. Eddie, I'm let's back. start I'm with back. NFL. Well, we got you, bud. NFL Conference Championships this Sunday. Rapid fire. Who are your winners? You know, I think uh, my heart says the Rams, but I think San Fran's going to take it to them. I think Kyle Shanahan has really – he's got the number of Sean McVay. Obviously, the Rams are much more on paper, a much more talented roster. But uh, in these playoffs, it, it becomes big boy football. And the, the Niners have a really physical team. So I think uh, the Niners are going to take it to them. And uh, I'm on the Cincy train. It's pretty cool to see what they're doing. Young, talented team. And uh, I think that they're going to put up a, a good fight. I mean, they just beat uh, the Chiefs not too long ago uh, in a pretty big comeback win, too, with to, to save their playoff hopes. So I think they have that. And... Uh, yeah, the blueprint is there. They've done it. So I think they're going to go into that game confidently against Kansas City. Eddie Steele picking the road teams. Take that to the bank. I'm taking both the home teams, but that's just me. Moving on and back to the CFL. I got a lot of things to get to with you on that. Uh, Jason Ma's re-signing in Saskatchewan. He's getting criticism. Cody Fajardo's getting criticism. Eddie, you've played in Saskatchewan. You know what it's like. They're going to dissect every single thing that they do. What's your grade of Jason Moss in his only season as offensive coordinator in Saskatchewan? If I had to put a grade on it, I would probably say in the B area, uh, you can go B plus, B minus, however you want to look at it. It wasn't a terrible year. Uh, they had some success and, you know, they, they did their thing on offense for most games. It wasn't like they were putting up 30, 40 points a game and a prolific passing offense. It's been well documented, uh, my opinion on Cody Fajardo. And, uh, you know, guy can play football, guy can win games. Uh, but, you know, we'll leave it there. We Everybody knows, and I've had it out with people uh, on Twitter about my opinion of him. But I clearly am not alone with how I view him. Uh, Chris Jones came out and made some comments. Some other players had spoken out. So it's not just Eddie Steele against Cody Fajardo. I don't have this hate on for him. But uh, that's just my opinion. Uh, yeah, it's good to see them, you know, locking up some some coaches in place. Jason Shivers, I'm a big fan of him. I was a teammate of his way back in the day. And uh, then he coached me uh, multiple times in Edmonton and then in Saskatchewan. I re it's really awesome to see where he's come from and just the growth. And, you know, he, he really has just taken on uh, that defense and molded it into his own version of it, obviously, with a little bit of Chris Jones uh, philosophies in there. So, yeah, it's, it's interesting how they, they extended them. And they all are in sync now. The two coordinators, Dickie and Jeremy O'Day's contracts, they're all in alignment now, and they all expire at the same time. So uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens this year. It's a big year over there. Great analysis, Eddie. That's why you're one of the best. And by the way, you never did trash Cody Fajardo. You just said, hey, I'm not on the Fajardo train. I remember it. 
and everybody attacked you, <laughs> right? But uh, I think you know of what you speak. Now, I mentioned CFL things. I'm sitting here in Calgary. It's an underrated CFL town. It's one of the greatest CFL cities. You know that. You've played here a million times. They love the CFL. They love the Stamps. And they're looking up at Edmonton going, what is Jones doing? And I'm like, it's Jones being Jones. You guys should know you had him here, but as a defensive coordinator, not in a significant role of power. You know what I mean? He was making no personnel decisions here. Now he's making them all in Edmonton. So what are they saying up there in another great CFL town about what Chris Jones is doing? Initially, you had a lot of people when he signed, uh, they go to the same old kind of tired commentary of, oh, he's just going to be here for a couple of years and he's going to scram. Um, and you know, that sentiment kind of, it wears, cause is that all you got to say? Cause other than that, I mean, he, he's wins and he's shown that he wins. I think what he's doing right now in terms of, especially signing guys like, uh, Adarius and Manny Arsenal, actually Matt Elam, you probably remember him from Sask. Um, great player and Daniel Ross. Yeah, he was a good player and Daniel Ross too. Uh, I remember when he came into the CFL, he was in Edmonton actually in 2014 as like a 20 year old kid like jones found this guy out of junior college and brought him up and uber talented i just couldn't really figure it out um you know the playbook and things of that nature but then he goes and he bounces around the nfl for the past couple years so clearly the talent is there but biggest thing and again been well documented how i felt about the previous regime and just the culture and how the overall organization was run i think jones is bringing these guys in to establish a winning culture establish a veteran presence in that locker room with guys who have been there done that had a ton of success and won in this league and they know what it takes to win i don't think Adarius and manny are being signed to come in and be uh, the bell cow, you know, a couple thousand yard receivers. I think they're there more for that leadership, that presence. And this team needs a cultural shift. And that was one of the main overriding issues with the Elks last year was lack of team culture, lack of direction. And Jones is putting a stamp on it by bringing these types of guys in who know Chris Jones and knows what he expects. And they can kind of be like coaches on the field and in the locker room to really turn things around. Eddie, last one for uh, you. Uh, I don't know. You're an analyst. Let's see if you can be an insider. If you don't know the answer to this, look into it for me, please. Clinton T. Spencer re-signs in Saskatchewan, doesn't join Jones and Edmonton. Shocked the heck out of me. Do they got a great strength coach up there, or why do you think Clinton stayed and didn't follow Jones? Uh, Ty. Remember Ty? Robinson? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Clinton ties doing it right, right. Well, there's yeah, that guy knows yeah. fitness. So that that <laughs> yeah, that so that is you know there is a, a correlation there because Clinton and Ty worked closely together for the years that I was in Saskatchewan. So you know they've been together for a few years now. So uh, there is definitely a connection there, and that's the one thing I got to say about Jones, man. He he looks out for his guys he does you know if you're in with chris and you have a good relationship and you know a guy like him gets positions that he gets when he can have um the the power to make decisions he's gonna look out for his guys i mean as a player he looked out for me when i got cut as coaches he looks out for his boys he and he's loyal i have that i have to say that about chris jones he he might not be loyal to franchises where he bounces around but 
he's he's not just bouncing around either he's going for promotions and you'd be crazy in life not to go after promotions the way he's gotten promotions that's why uh, everybody loves him eddie we're out of time appreciate this man thanks for chiming in have a great weekend enjoy the games you too rod take care brother cfl analyst eddie Steele from sportsnet and hopefully soon Edmonton Radio somewhere. The Moose will join us here for overtime as we wrap up this residency for this stint at Grey Eagle Resort and Casino right after this on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. One final time for this stint. We're coming at you from Gray Eagle Resorting Casino. Aerial coverage provided by Bronco Plumbing and Heating. How about that, Moose? That sounds so good. Why doesn't it? That sounds so Aerial good. Aerial coverage provided by Bronco Plumbing and Heating. Call us today and book your duck cleaning. As uh, the Moose is with us, Darren Moose Dupont, we do wrap up this residency here at Grey Eagle Resort and Casino, but we are coming back in a couple weeks' time. Yeah. It's just been fantastic, and I have to say this. Great work. I, I can't remember how this came about. Clark told me, but I forgot that Ryan Thelwell ended up joining us live down here. He says he watches the show all the time, and I love watching you because you're just such a uh, CFL fan. Yeah. Right? Thelwell was right in your wheelhouse of watching the oh, CFL. Of course he was. And to listen to those stories and... I love it. That was a big old time. That was great. And that's, you know, I, I sit here as a fan, and I can understand that point of view. I've here is somebody who, who loves this business too. And I'm like the stories and, you know, getting those guys down here. It's, it's awesome. We need to see their faces more. And uh, so from the moment I let him in the front door to, to the You're moment smiling? he left, he was, he didn't stop smiling. And neither did <laughs> I that. Know. It's great. Yeah. Uh, so we'll be back here in a couple of weeks and we're going, we've just cracked the treasure chest of Calgary sports personalities, flames, stampeders, pro wrestling, Olympics. Who knew? Mm -hmm. uh, hour two of the RP show is brought to you by Original 16, the new Canadian ultra lager from Original 16. With only 80 calories, you can feel great drinking at any time. Uh, the rock star of the day yesterday was Kyle Krinkovic, believe it or not, of the Saskatoon Blades. I have a feeling today's rock star of the day is going to be Ryan Felwell. Why not, right? Yeah. Uh, Rockstar Supply Chain Solutions specializes in improving your company's performance and bottom line through supply chain management services. And while we're sitting here talking about a Taco Time viewer takeover, real food, real value, real flavor, Taco Time. Our comment of the week does go to Stacy Champagne in uh, the Queen City. His comment earlier, I don't think we have it on the screen, but it was about to sticking your neck out. Gira you got to love giraffes because they stick their neck out for people. Bingo! Yeah. And then he... Right, and he brought in a Taco Time reference to it as well. So congratulations, Stacey. You've won a $50 gift card from our friends at Taco Time. There you go. That's all the sponsors that are fit to print. Moose, you've got a big weekend ahead. you got your uh, pullover on there, I see. Yeah, that'll be tomorrow night. It's Western night, and the NLL is encouraging Western wear on the broadcast. So i got to pull up my cowboy hat, and I've got one. Western night in the old Sastel Center, yeah. huh? Yeah, it's not fake. I'm not going to the store and buying one. I actually have one. Um, so that'll be good. It'll be fun. Um, yeah, so it's going to be a great weekend. I'll be on the road back and then uh, can't wait to get back here in a couple of weeks. You've called on television in the last few months, NLL, 
university football yeah. at the highest level. Hardy Cup, you were on that broadcast. That's right. I called the Hardy Cup. Uh, SJHL, WHL. What's your favorite? Uh, I like the small towns. The SJHL going out and doing those games. I love that. It's fun. Um, championships. So the, the Hardy Cup, that was the best because I love championships. It's The moment is cool. And Saskatchewan won that one over Manitoba. So that was neat. Um, for me, that was the best. It was a trick question. It's like asking Ryan Thelwell. They're all Thelwell, good, right? <laughs> right. What's your asking Ryan Thelwell, what's your favorite Grey Cup? Yeah. Or your the, favorite kid or whatever. Right. Like, you're not supposed to say. Well, I like this one right now. And you go around the room and say why you like each of them. But uh, they're all great for different reasons. Yeah. But as I said, I got a lot of work to do between now and when we come back here. Uh, and that, not the least of which, is getting on... The Stampeders, Hitman, Roughnecks, Flames email list and getting their news and stuff. It's a, it's a whole new world. Mm -hmm. And I guess we uh, should tell you, I think most people know that we will be broadcasting from the Super Bowl in Los Angeles. We've got several live uh, guests that have offered to come down and join us from our broadcast location. Some NFL alumni, CFL alumni. That's going to be fantastic. Maybe some people from the entertainment industry. And by the way, featured game tonight. Last minute of play, last minute of play in the RP show. There are five NHL games tonight. None of them are my featured game. There's a ton in the dub. Wheat Kings at the Pats. That's my featured game, okay? Really big game in Moose Jaw tonight. The Winnipeg Ice are there. Warriors coming off the butt kicking of the Edmonton Oil Kings. They want to see if they can do it tonight against Winnipeg. Uh, no NLL games, but six on Saturday. Do you have one particular featured game tonight that you're going to be watching more than the others? I don't, know. I'm just kind of into, a, into it all, and the football weekend will be great. So, not one game tonight. Yeah, uh, sports back in a big, big way. It's going to be a fantastic weekend. When we come back here in a couple weeks' time, we will be, for, be before a live studio audience, so watch for details of that. Thank you to Eddie Steele, Ryan Thelwell, Cody Jansen, Eddie Steele, and Ryan Thelwell, and we'll see you Monday, noon Eastern, right here on Game Plus TV. Thank you, Gray Eagle. You screwed up, Clark. How about that? For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.